Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. It's time on LOL Radio for us to chat to this week's guest and uh, in doing so, unravelling a show that uh, I've very much found my people with. So uh, joining me on the phone, I have Joshua Cowie, who has put together the Weird Al Piano Bar. Good evening to you, sir. G'day, how are you going? Yeah, not too badly at all. Now, this show just seems to have been uh, something that's popped up in a dream one night of mine, and you've made it into a reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying I stole your idea. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, uh, I think this is absolutely perfect, I don't know why someone hasn't done it before. Yeah, to be honest, when I had the idea, I did Google the hell out of it to see if anybody had had the idea, and there are lots of um, you know, pub choirs that have theme yeah. nights and things, but no, I'd never seen a with our Yankovic themed one mm-hmm. um, and then we've um, it's, not, it's not just a, a piano bar we've added our no, own comedy yes. content to it as well to create yep. a fully fledged show so uh, we have it's an original idea based on the comedy of, of one of the greats that's right because I was going to congratulate you on because it isn't just a, a sing-along I was expecting kind of a, a words up on screen sing-along vibe but you have woven a narrative through it as well uh, yeah like we don't tell the story of Weird Al. We, no. Well, without giving away too much, we want, you know, of course, people to come and see the show. But, but uh, yeah, we think Yankovism should be one of the world's great <laughs> religions. So we do start to try and, you know, worship at the shrine of Yankovic. That's it. That's it. And it's a very fun show indeed. I uh, went along on Saturday night. And it's a great mix. I think you've managed to capture almost a, a track from every era of his releases. Yeah, well, that was one of the, the real challenges of the show because he's released so much music. Obviously, he's known for his parodies, but mm-hmm. he also releases yes. you know, original material as well. But we thought, in this show, we're going to stick with the parodies. But even then, there was still you know, over 100 to choose from. So we did have to narrow it down. And you know, I had a few criteria to help with that mm-hmm. and having an array of stuff that people might remember from the 80s versus younger people from you know, the, the 2000s as well. Yeah, we've got a, you know, probably over 40 years of material in the show. That's the thing. He's such a versatile performer and I'm not sure people give him as much credit for that because when you think of all the different styles of music that he's parodied and written genre style music uh, in his own way, he really is such a, an incredible musician and his band just, just as much so. The fact that they've all been on this journey together for so long. Yeah, he's playing with the same band pretty much that he's played for so he must be a top bloke as well. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like... Um, like this, is, it's a tribute. Like I know that people like he's a comedy performer and um, he plays up the nerdiness of his, you know, his on-stage persona. Yes, but he really is a he's a virtuoso musician mm-hmm. playing piano accordion. Yep. he can rap, he can sing in multiple genres, and um, you know, do sound likes, do his own dials. So yeah, I think he's a world-class performer, and and we're absolutely paying tribute to him. Definitely. Now, uh, you're doing the show with uh, Josh Ladgrove, who folks would know perhaps through his character comedy or his uh, award-winning show, Baba, which is also um, at the Fringe this year. It is, yeah. So Josh is a well-known performer and writer. And yeah, he does another show called Baba, um, which is the Ukrainian word for grandmother, um, about his time with his... uh, Living with his grandmother during COVID yes, and being yeah. locked in. Um, and yeah, you might know his uh, comic creation, Dr. Neil Portenza, mm-hmm. um, a more uh, child 
comedy yes. creation. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's been on the on the comedy and, and writing scene for many years. And so were the two of you collaborating on the show together or has it uh, been kind of a, a one man and his idea sort of thing? Yeah, it, it, it's. I guess the, the writing and concept of the show is, is mine. Um, I'm a pretty decent piano player, but I'm not the world's greatest singer. And I sort of thought, who do I know who's uh, pretty handy on the vocals? Again, having to cover a lot of different Dim styles. styles. And yep. There's a little bit of you know banter with the crowd and say so someone with the ad-lib skills and um, and things like that. And I thought, yeah, Josh is my man. And I gave him a call and he said, a bit like you did earlier, oh my God, I've been waiting for this call my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would absolutely love to be involved. And then, um, you know, I, the, the content of the show is, is kind of my most of the gags, but then, uh, yeah, he brings brings his live performance and, and bands for the shows to what I hope creates a really fun, uh, vibrant atmosphere for the audience. Oh, it most definitely does. How did you originally get into Weird Al? Were you one of these people that grew up through his uh, tunes and parodies? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm you know, old enough to remember back into the, uh, well, certainly the early 90s, mm-hmm. um, back, you know, the Michael Jackson parodies from the 80s yep. that I guess I was probably not hearing fresh at the time, but I certainly discovered him in high school. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've been following his career uh, over the last, you know, the last 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. And I've managed to see him live in Melbourne. Um, not this time, just gone, but oh, the previous yep. time, just pre-COVID. Yes. Um, and seeing him perform live. Um, oh, incredible. The next, the next step. Yeah, exactly. Delivery. Like, when you consider how long he has been performing, to have that much energy and flexibility <laughs> uh, is, yeah, just incredible because... It's a full production when uh, you get to see a Weird Al show live like that. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, as I said earlier, he's been playing with the same band touring mm. the world constantly. So, yep. yeah, he's on the right wicket and that's it. And it's a huge fan base all over. Oh, yeah. And I must say, as I've been t- talking about uh, Weird Al Canterbury quite a lot over the last few months, obviously, the amount of people who genuinely say, oh, my God, what a great idea. I'm such a fan of Weird Al. It's been a real uh, joy. Well, it is. It is uh, the fandom is a bit like a cult. I know going to see uh, Weird Al and the amount of people afterwards um, chatting to him. It, it is a real deep appreciation for him as a performer and as a creator and a writer and a comedian in general, um, because he just has that knack. Yeah, he sure does, and he's a bit of a cult uh, hero as well. If you actually go through the sort of pop culture of the last thirty years, mm-hmm. he's made appearances on you know Family Guy and The Simpsons and. That Naked Gun, and yes. uh, you know, on his website, there's actually a, a list of all his kind of cameo <laughs> appearances, and it's longer than your arm. And of course, his most recent release was uh, the do you call it a biopic, the fictional biopic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the parody of the, the genre about a parody man. <laughs> yeah, weird. The uh, the Al Yankovic story uh, featuring yeah, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. That's it. That's him. <laughs> Um, and uh, I, when I first you know, heard that was being made, I was very excited. Uh, <laughs> nervous watching it, thinking, oh, I hope this lives up to it. Um, but it does. Of course it did. <laughs> so, uh, again, we don't want to give away too much about the, the piano bar night, other than how much fun it is, uh, particularly if you've had any Weird Al in your life over the, the past decades because you, you do go on that musical journey throughout the show, singing along to the ones you know, the the words are there for the ones perhaps that uh, people in the audience mightn't, but I think you've done an excellent job selecting the tracks that are very familiar for people to sing along with. 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, a few people have said afterwards, oh, I was a bit nervous coming to the show thinking I wouldn't know the song. But uh, we would say, we well, don't need to know the Weird Al version. No. His words will be on screen. Yep. Um, and it's pretty hard to have been a human engaged with music um, <laughs> <laughs> over the time without knowing, you know, some of the, the classic pop songs. Yes. It's, it's almost a, um, a badge as a meme going around at the, at the moment. Is it better to win a Grammy or have, have Weird Al cover <laughs> one of your songs? Your songs. <laughs> it's hard not to know the original songs that he's parodying. And therefore, yeah, everyone manages to sing along pretty easily. And it's group singing. There's no one no spotlight on anybody. That's so right, yeah. Anyone coming doesn't need to feel that they're not good enough at singing or mm-hmm. anything like that. There's no spotlight on an individual or anything like that. It's just a, you know, a pub sing-along, yeah. And there was absolutely no pressure to be involved in that way. You could just sit back and enjoy the show, but it's contagious. No one can hold back. Yeah, uh, I saw a post online saying that I don't sing in front of anybody ever, but at this one, I kind of felt compelled that I did, and it was an environment, <laughs> an inclusive environment, where you know, my skill set didn't matter. It was all about the feeling. That's it. Have, have you got to the point, like uh, in my life, when certain songs come on the radio, I don't actually hear the lyrics of the original artist? I can only hear the Weird L tune? I have absolutely got to that point, and one of my daughters is ready to kill me because <laughs> I'm ruining some of her favourite songs. I constantly sing the wrong words. Well, as I say, this feels very much like uh, the ultimate show that I've dreamt into (laughs) reality, and congratulations for putting it all together. It is uh, touted as Melbourne's silliest sing-along, and uh, you're at the Motley Bauhaus throughout the Fringe on Saturdays and Sundays? That's right. We're doing six shows. We've done two already, Um, so we're on this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and the following weekend, um, Saturday and Sunday, the 14th and 15th. In the 21st and 26th. Excellent. And uh, ticketing through Melbourne Fringe, uh, we'll pop all those details up with a copy of this chat as a podcast as well. But is there a particular Weird Al tune that uh, I should play tonight for you? Oh, good question. Um, well, I guess it's the obvious ones, um, you know, the Madonna and the Mark Jacksons mm-hmm. and those ones that everybody probably knows. But, but I'll chuck one out there, a cover of uh, Miley Cyrus's party USA mm-hmm. uh, parodies as party in the CIA. I think the lyrics are really clever. Um, and it's just a group and song with a killer baseline. Definitely. Well, uh, thank you so much, Joshua, not only for uh, having a chat tonight, for putting the show together. No worries at all. Thanks for chatting and uh, glad you enjoyed the show and hope to see some of your listeners there over the next couple of weekends. Definitely. Well, this is Weird Al with Party in the CIA. You're listening to LOL Radio on ACRFM.